Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. And you're thinking, you're lying, Joe. Yeah, it's Columbia Record 3806657. Look it up. <laughs> Class is in. Rock School Radio Show has the month of June rages on, ladies and gentlemen. Warm here in the great state of Louisiana. My name is Joe Burns. You are? Monique Gregoire. All right, let's make the general manager happy. Broadcasting live from the campus of Southeastern Louisiana University, summer classes are in session. Oh, yes. Do you remember in high school people had to go to summer school? No, because I never you, you went. Know? Oh, you never went? No. No, no, no. I didn't go either. Um, I got suspended from school once. Do you ever get oh. suspended from school? No. Oh, you didn't? I was a good girl. Oh, please. In high school. In high school, you go, okay, good. Well, I got suspended once. I'm still very proud of that. Did you beat somebody up? No, no, no. It was verbal. My mouth Ah. got me in trouble. Can you imagine? I still have it in my head. There's an old belief in uh, in radio that if you haven't been fired three times, mm-hmm. you're no good. Oh. I've been fired three times. Oh, good so, for oh, you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> this show, it, I've said it I don't know how many times. Every so often a song will come up and I'll say, you know, that was a B-side and somebody flipped it over. I know right. I've said it in front of you while you've been doing this oh, show. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I decided, you know, why don't I make a show out of that? The concept of these were all hits. Mm-hmm. But they were B-sides, and we can talk about the 45 and things that happened with the 45 and oh, all yeah. of that. Now, you're I don't know how old you are. I'm guessing you're in your mid-30s, somewhere in there. No, I'm totally in my 20s. I, let's buy that. <laughs> Fine. Everybody, mid-20s. Uh-huh. You can't see it, but I'm winking very, <laughs> very hard. Did you buy 45s when you were younger? Uh, my sister did. I have a sister that's about four or five years older than me. Okay, so and I remember playing with hers. You were right on the cusp of forty fives going away, and I guess cassettes coming in. Correct. That was your thing. Correct. Okay. I had some aunts that had the eight tracks, so we used to play my dad's records. Okay. Well, I had forty fives galore, mm-hmm. and I had the forty five carriers and all that kind of stuff. Forty fives always had one side, which was the plug side or mm-hmm. the A side. Not always. I'll get into that later in the show. But they normally had one side, which was the hit side, right? And then the B side. And you could always tell which was the song on the album <laughs> they could not have cared less about because it was on the B side. It was right. sort of here is the great song, the hit, the one we want, and then here is the one we needed to fill the 40 minutes that the record company required to put out an LP. Exactly. So that's what you got. Or, and this was sometimes nice, they put out a live version of one of their earlier hits Mm -hmm. on the opposite side. So, but every so often, the hit wasn't the hit. The Hmm. DJ would look at it and go, "Ah, that's not very good. And he or she would flip it over and the B-side would go, wow. 
Really? That's not bad. And the B-side would become the hit. Mm-hmm. The most famous, now some people are going to fight with me, obviously, and I like the fight as much as I do you know, oh, the yes. discussion of, of the, the, the trivia, but the most famous in my mind is the, the one by Bill Haley and the Comets, Rock Around the Clock. Oh, that was a B-side? Yeah, maybe one of the most famous rock songs ever. Some Absolutely. people believe the first rock and roll song ever was a B-side to the song 13 Women. Have you ever heard of 13 no. Women? No, <laughs> not at all. And the one we're going to start with, Rod Stewart. Have you ever heard the single by Rod Stewart, Reason to Believe? Mm. If you're a big Rod Stewart fan, you know I think it. I have. Okay. If you flipped it over when it first came out, mm-hmm. Maggie May was the B-side. Oh, I love Maggie See, May. See, that wasn't supposed to be the hit. That's crazy. And that's such a great song. And again, disc jockeys, just exactly what I said, flipped it over and went, this ain't this bad. Better. We should play this. Of course, that's back when DJs had a bit of a say in what they played True. and all that. So for an hour, we're going to talk about this was the song that was supposed to be played. This is the one that was the hit. That's fun. Right here on Rock School. Maggie May, it's Rod Stewart here in Rock School. Now, you asked me just as the microphones closed on that first break, mm-hmm. are we going to play the hit or are we going to play the song that was not the hit? Mm-hmm. I, I, I mulled that over in my head whether we should play the one that isn't the hit. I don't think we will. We're going to play the one that people know. Okay. It's the question of do I play the song that was not good or do I play the song that is good? If you remember while you were on maternity leave, my wife uh-huh. and I did a show that was what is the greatest song of all time and it was right. all these lists. Well, right. at the same time I made that show, I found just as many lists that are what is the worst song <laughs> ever created. And I haven't pulled the trigger on that one because who wants to listen to an hour of really crappy music? Maybe I can get away with it for an hour. But here's the thing. If I Mm -hmm. do that, what you just said, I'm going to be playing an hour of songs that no one knows. And I know what people are going to say. Well, introduce me to something new. I I get it, but... Not a full hour worth. Not a full hour, right. That's In the world of radio, what you do is you hammock songs. Absolutely. You put a song here that everyone knows, you put a new one in the middle, you put another song that people know, and you sort of hammock that one in the middle. Absolutely. That's what you do. So for an hour, so I'm going to play the songs that are the hits. I am interested in the worst song ever, though. (laughs) I am. You think you want to hear that one? Oh, yeah. All right, maybe we'll do that one. Mm -hmm. Don't Worry Baby by the Beach Boys was the B-side of I Get Around. Round, ah, around, get around, okay. I, I know get both around. Of those. Yeah, that, that became the hit. Uh, the song, I Want to Take You Higher by oh, Sly yeah. and the Family Stone. Yes. You know that one? My dad that was, was a, a B- huge Sly and the Family oh, Stone. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah. That was a B-side. Really? Of the single Stand. 
really oh. was. Black Water by the Doobie Brothers. Mm-hmm. Want to hear some funky Dixieland? Right? Was the B-side to Another Park, Another Sunday. Never heard it. Tom Johnson, who was the author and sort of the driving force behind the Doobie Brothers for a mm-hmm. long, long time, states what happened was radio stations withdrew the song Another Park, Another Sunday from Airplay because it had the words, Radio Brings Me Down. Ah. And radio stations went, oh, come on, man, you're putting <laughs> us down, but you want us to play your songs. Sure. So they flipped it over, and there was this celebration of New Orleans, mm-hmm. and, and hey, this ain't bad. So they played it. Here's one you're not going to believe. Okay. Do you know who Gene Vincent and his blue caps are? No. Oh, I guarantee you do. <laughs> oh, I guarantee Tell you me. do. They had a song that was going to be the biggest hit in the world called Woman Love. Nothing? Nope. Nothing? Nothing Sorry. at all. DJs looked at it and went, oh, that, that's not good. <laughs> that's bad. Let's flip it over. What's on the other side? Be-ba-ba-loo-la. Oh, She's yes. My baby. Wasn't supposed to be a hit. That's funny. And the world went, hey, I like the one that you think stinks. So here it is, Gene Vincent on Rock School. Well, See, now you know Gene Vincent and the Blue Caps, don't you? You didn't know the Blue Caps. You might have known Gene Vincent. When I threw the Blue Caps in there, I'll bet you didn't. That that you didn't know. I'm not very good with artists. With artists? I know songs. Yeah. My wife can't do lyrics. It oh. drives me insane. <laughs> it's sitting in the it's sitting in the car with her. Drives me insane. Mamas and the Papas. Mm-hmm. They did a song, "Dancing in the Street," number seventy three. Okay. Again, mm-hmm. what? Flip it over, and you got words of love. Yeah, I don't know. you either. don't know that one either. Not a Mamas and Papas fan. Oh, aren't you? Okay, that's fine. Do you know the song? The, the group's called The Move, but in reality, it's ELO. It's, okay. it's oh, Jeff yeah, yeah. Lynn and such. You know the song, Do You, Do You Want My Love? Vaguely. Woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's B side. It was the uh, B side of California Man. And California Man, I have no, <laughs> no idea. idea. <laughs> me, nope, me either. None whatsoever. Usually, I don't like to play the same artist mm-hmm. two shows in a row. Right. Because last week, we talked about concept albums, and we did Ziggy Stardust and the uh, Spiders from Mars. Absolutely. Right. Okay. What We played Ziggy Stardust, yes. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right. We ended the show with it. Do you know what the B-side was to Ziggy Stardust? No. Suffragette City. <gasps> wow. I'm really? not kidding. It really was. Huh. It really was. Now... Why did Suffragette City become a hit? Did the DJ turn it over and all that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but see, here's the thing. The Actually, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm wrong about that. Starman was the single. Okay. And Suffragette City was the um, was the B-side to it. Okay. So Starman was it. I made a mistake there. They did. The DJs did turn it over. But see, Starman became a hit of its own right. Right. And Suffragette City kept getting played. Okay, well, so was Suffragette City a hit back then? Yes, Mm -hmm. but where it really came to prominence is what Bowie did is put it on the Changes One Bowie compilation Ah. and then used it as the lead single when it came out. Okay. So that's when the song really, you know, exploded. People knew it, but -hmm. it got re-released as the lead single off of Changes One Bowie. So does that really fit in this category? Mm. 
kind of yeah, kind of no. It went out as a B-single to begin with Mm -hmm. and did get airplay, but it was overpowered by, you know, the singles that were out there. Mm Mm-hmm. If you look at the singles at the time of Ziggy Stardust, it's not listed as a monster hit. Okay. It was Changes One Bowie that exploded it out. Okay. So it 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 doesn't quite fit the category, but mm-hmm. you know, any day you get to play David Bowie is a good day. Exactly. There you go. It's Suffragette City. Wham bam, thank you. David Bowie on Rock School. I said at the beginning of the show that on 45s, now remember, I worked radio during 45 days. So the vast majority of the 45s that I saw had what was known as a plug side. Okay. Meaning it literally said plug on it. Okay. Which meant plug this record, Mm -hmm. push this record. Everybody uses the word payola, but when payola first came out, it was known as plugola. Meaning you paid to plug the song. I didn't know that. Right. So, And also on 45s, if you still have 45s in your house, oftentimes you will see a 45 have an A and a B side. Mm -hmm. It will physically say A and B B side. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of 45s were put out as double A side singles. They wouldn't have an A on both sides. Uh There would just be no discern of this is the hit this is not the hit okay and major major acts would put out singles with two hits on them and the purpose was so that both songs would hit okay at the same time and i've got a list of them here like the beatles day tripper we can work it out i know you've been up in my office you've seen mm-hmm. i have every beatles 45 released in the u.s uh-huh in order framed right and just to check this i looked at it this morning before we came on air most of them, some of the early ones, do have, you know, the discernment A. Right. You know, that kind of thing. But once you get into all their capitals mm-hmm. and and the Apple records, nothing on it says plug. Nothing on it says A. Huh. Nothing on it says they're double A-sided singles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam Cooke, Shake, uh, A Change Is Gonna Come. They were double A side singles. It's meant to do that. Dylan, positively, 4th Street and uh, from a Buick 6. It's supposed to be... Double hit. Mm-hmm. Elvis Presley, Don't Be Cruel, Hound Dog. Oh. Doors break on through, end of the night. Uh-huh. On top of that, a lot of times artists would release double A-side singles, and the concept of the double A-side single was to have one side be in one genre mm-hmm. and the other side be in another genre. Oh, like really? they'd want one song to hit in the pop chart and another song to hit in the country chart. Uh, Jay Giles' band did this with Freeze Frame and Flamethrower. One hit in pop, one hit in the R&B chart. Okay, I know Freeze Frame. Right, and Flamethrower went on to the the other side. Uh, Where are we here? Dolly Parton released one, uh, Two Doors Down, and It's All Wrong. Its whole purpose was Mm -hmm. to one to go to pop and one to go to country. That makes sense. That kind Mm -hmm. of genre split makes sense to me. 1978, the Bee Gees did the same thing when they released Too Much Heaven for the pop market. And the flip side, Rest Your Love on Me, was supposed to go to country stations. 
Really? How about that? Huh. That's uh, that's the concept of it. So, and we'll talk about other things that people did with with forty fives. I have mm-hmm. some other neat little stuff. I'm not just going to list B sides the whole way through it. So, <laughs> K F O K Sacramento, California. Gracias. Thanks for running the radio show. W O U B in Athens, Ohio. That's great. Remember Thursdays on Facebook. I put up a bunch of trivia. Uh, you have taught me how to never miss a Thursday. Correct. <laughs> Thank you very much. Back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, double A-side singles. If you had a double A-side single, Uh you normally, you the band, normally would be given equal chart positions for both singles unless they split onto two different charts. Okay. So if the songs were both sort of charting on the same place, Uh they were given the same equal, according to Billboard, the same thing. They moved up the chart, sort of locked together. Really? Back and forth. So if if sort of the kinks, sunny afternoon, and I'm not like everybody else, were moving up the chart, mm-hmm. even if they were sort of away from one another, they would be locked I going gotcha. up the chart because it was a double-sided single. Unless, again, they split. Right. You know, back and forth and back and forth. Huh. Most double-sided A singles, Elvis Presley had 51. The Beatles had 26. Fats Domino, 24. Pat Boone, 21. Ricky Nelson, 19. Huh. So they released a whole bunch of them. Here is another one that's a double-sided A single. Rolling Stones, 19th Nervous Breakdown, As Tears Go By. Let's play the A side, the the first A side, the one that's on the left, I guess. I don't know. 19th Nervous Breakdown here in Rock School. Stones here on Rock School. Now, this is a while back. This was a good three weeks back. Mm -hmm. But the Rolling Stones played Ohio, and they sang the Ohio State theme song, which is Hang On Sloopy. Oh, really? Yes. (laughs) They even showed it on the NBC Nightly News. That's funny. And being from Ohio, Uh I mean, I know Hang On Sloopy up and down. Nobody, (laughs) most people know Hang On Sloopy. The Rolling Stones did a fantastic job. It was amazing. I thought it was wonderful. So, bottom of the hour, my name is Joe Burns. You are? Morning, Greg Wong. Let's do seven days in 70 seconds. These are the rock and roll dates. They go this way, June 15th all the way through June 21. I believe you have Monday, Monique. Go. June 15th, 1958, the first teenage all-music TV show, Oh Boy, was broadcast for the first time in the UK. Oh boy, huh? <laughs> yeah. June 16th, 1976, the Jackson 5 four-week summer variety show premiered on CBS TV featuring the Jacksons plus sister LaToya. Is it Reby? I've never seen that Jackson before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming out of the woodwork. There's Jacksons <laughs> everywhere. And Janet, of course. June 17th, 1954, guitarist Danny Cedrone died of a broken neck after falling down a staircase 10 days after he recorded the lead guitar break on Rock Around the Clock with Bill Haley and his Comets. He was paid $21 for his work on the session. Hey, $21 was a lot of money back then. 
No, no, it wasn't. No, (laughs) June 18th, 2010, John Lennon's handwritten lyrics to the Beatles song A Day in the Life sold for $1.2 million. Wow. June 19th, 1987, Guns N' Roses made their UK live debut at a sold-out marquee club in London. June 20, 1948, Toasted a Town, which would later be called The Ed Sullivan Show, premieres on CBS television. And on June 21, 1975, Richie Blackmore quits Deep Purple to form his own group, Rainbow, which will have, I think, nine... 9,000 members before it's all over. What's with the color theme? Deep purple, rainbow? I mean... (laughs) I I really don't know. However, that ends up seven days and 70 seconds. Okay, back to B-sides that became the hit. You know the song by the Champs, Tequila? Oh, yeah. B-side. It was originally to be the hit Train to Nowhere. Ah, don't know that one. The song went, well, nowhere. (laughs) Do you know the song by Brenda Lee? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. So sorry. It was the B-side to That's All You Gotta Do. Nope. Don't know it. (laughs) Nope. Thank you. (laughs) The Drifter song, Save the Last Dance for Me. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Good song. The A-side was the theme to American Bandstand. Oh, that's fun. And it was Dick Clark who said... Look, mm-hmm. this isn't the hit. That's fun. Right, the opposite side is it. And he went to Atlantic Records uh-huh. and said, hey, not the hit. And here's the one we're going to play. Thin Lizzy's biggest hit, Whiskey in the Jar. Oh, great song. Was recorded as a B-side. Really? Have you ever heard Thin Lizzy's song, Black Boys on the Corner? No. No? Mm-mm. Unless you are a monster Thin Lizzy fan... <laughs> Neither has anyone else. That's well, crazy. whiskey in the jar becomes their biggest hit, and it started out as a B-side. Sounds like this on Rock School. Let's do a short one before the break. Real quick short one. You know the song by Salt and Peppa? Oh, yes. Oh, I'm All so of them. cool as I am. Peppa, push it. Oh, push yeah. it real good. Yeah, I think it's one of their biggest hits. It's probably the biggest. B-side. Have okay. you ever heard a song by them called Tramp? Probably. Probably. But it's just because I like Salt and Pepper. Okay, well, that was the A-side. Push It was the B-side. <laughs> Do you know the song by Gloria Gaynor, I Will Survive? Everybody knows that song. That was a B-side. Ah. She covered the Righteous Brothers song, Substitute. DJs began playing the B-side instead. Not just DJs on radio, but DJs mm, in, in clubs. clubs. Sure. Yeah. And it, it took off. Uh, Gary Glitter. Have you ever heard the song Rock and Roll Part 2? No. Hey. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a pep rally song. Da, da, da. Yeah. Well, it's called Rock and Roll Part 2 because it is the B-side of the single. Mm-hmm. The first side of the single is just, it's exactly the same song, except he's going rock and roll. Hey, rock and roll. And then the second That's side so funny. is sort of a stripped down version. That's why it's called that. Huh. The Doors Roadhouse Blues is a B-side. Okay. The A-side was You Make Me Real. Hmm. You know, I'm a, I am know the song because I'm a huge Doors fan. Right. But there you go. In 1969, 
the uh, the group Creedence Clearwater Revival oh, yes. put out three albums, uh-huh. monstrously popular. It was one of those things where Fogarty was just it was spilling out of him, mm-hmm. and the record uh, the record label uh, Fantasy, I believe, allowed him to just keep pumping them out. Mm-hmm. These guys did it many times, and you'd think, well, these were just double A sided singles. Mm-hmm. They weren't. Bad Mood Rising was the B side to Lodi. Up Around the Bend was the B-side to Run Through the Jungle. What? Who'll Stop the Rain was the B-side to Travel and Band. Green River was the B-side to Commotion. Uh-huh. And Down on the Corner was the B-side to Fortunate Son. All great songs. Not kidding. It's Down on the Corner on Rock School. Second break here on Rock School. Let's talk 45s again. Mm-hmm. Two-sided, single-song 45s. Okay. I had a bunch of these. The one most people know is Don McLean's American Pie. Mm-hmm. If you look at American Pie as the single, the uh-huh. hit, the hit is actually American Pie Part 1. Ah. Because what happens was they took it so far, and then it, it the rest of it couldn't be put on the single. It, it could have. It could have. I'm right. going to talk about that in a second, too. It went so far, they chopped it, faded it down. Then uh-huh. you flipped it over, and you would listen to American Pie Part 2. The huh. single, so is Part 1. Here's a few more that used to do it. Ray Charles, What'd I Say? Oh, I knew that one. The Isley Brothers, Shout. James right. Brown's Papa's Got a Brand New Bag. I know you know the little tiny one, mm-hmm. but it actually goes on for a very long time. Yeah. The Ray Charles the one, that's why I said I knew that one. Well, most people know the single, but they don't know the second part mm-hmm. that's the call and response. Right. It goes on for another four or five minutes. Uh, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. Typically, again, part mm-hmm. one would become the, the hip. So how much can you really get on a 45? Yes. I tried to find, and I'm talking one side of a 45. Correct. You know, let's not worry about flipping it. Mm-hmm. How much can you really get on a 45? I tried to find what was the record, and uh, you you start to get into an argument with audio files mm-hmm. because here's the problem. You can cut a lot into it. The problem is a record is a series of grooves. Right. And once you put that needle down, it starts to read the groove next to it if the grooves are too close together. Okay. So you can do it, but you're dealing with a fidelity question. Mm-hmm. And also the thickness of the record because it has to go deep for it to get bass. Okay. And if you have you know, cuts on both sides and you go way deep and it's a thin record, you uh, will, on the other you side. Know, yeah, you have trouble with that. So here are some that supposedly could be it. And then one that somebody claims is it. Okay. Hey Jude went 7 on one side. Mm-hmm. MacArthur Park went seven minutes, 20 seconds, one side. Do you feel like we do? Obviously the, the live version, mm-hmm. Peter Frampton, 719. And the animal sky pilot went 720 on one side. Okay. Now someone's going to say, well, I have a single that went a little bit longer than that. Oh, yeah? Beat this. In 1987, <laughs> the song Fire by Bruce Springsteen was released yes. as a single, mm-hmm. right? If you flipped it over, the B-side was Incident on 57th Street Live. Okay. 
10 minutes and three seconds. Really? Beat that. Really? Now come to me with a, and someone's going to say, well, I had Stairway to Heaven. Really? Eight minutes. Ah. It was released, by the way, it was never released as a single to the public. It was mm-hmm. released to radio stations. Why? I had one. Ah. That's how I know. Uh, but 10 minutes and three seconds, and you're thinking, you're lying, Joe. Yeah, it's Columbia Record 3806657. Look it up. <laughs> so there you go. I think that's the longest. The problem Fun. is, I'll make you bet it would only play about six times, and then it would skip. Uh, a skip in a record means the walls between the the um, grooves. Mm-hmm. And I know it's only one groove. I get it. I get it. I get it. But the walls between the subsequent grooves Correct. would break and the needle would simply jump from one groove to the next. Right. So that thing, I'll bet you could play it about once. That's neat. And then it would crack and that would be that. Thanks for running the radio show. KSKQ Ashland, Oregon. WYAP, Clay, West Virginia. Thank you, you guys. Back in a minute on Rock School. All right, coming out of the break, gotta do it quick. We got time to play two short ones. Uh, Donna Summer, I Feel Love. I Feel Love. Oh, yeah. The okay. disco tune. Mm-hmm. It is a B side. It came from the A side. Can't we just sit down and talk it over? Mm. No, we can't. <laughs> Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. Really? That's the, a B side. No, the most played song on the radio. It's crazy. It is the B side to Hung on You. Don't know it. Mm-hmm. Green Onions, Booker T and the MGs. Yep. The perfect song for radio. Absolutely. It's a song. It goes behind commercials, mm-hmm. drops, fillers. It's it's perfect. It was the B-side to Behave Yourself. Don't know that. So there. It, no, I don't know Behave Yourself either. <laughs> now, if you... Take a look at all of the, you know, the, the the news groups and such where people are discussing this topic. Uh-huh. The one that keeps popping up, and every time I do a show like this, I get a mental picture of people yelling at the radio, you know, this is the song. <laughs> sure. Beth by Kiss comes up. Huh. And that's it's their biggest hit. You know, it's a nice slow one about a guy not being able to get home to his girlfriend, wife. Okay. Because the band is still practicing. It was the B-side to Detroit Rock City. Aww. So, And it fits the bill perfectly. Here it is on Rock School. Beth, I hear you calling, but I can't come home right now. Me and the boys are playing, and we just can't find the same Last break here on Rock School. I, I can do nothing but just list for Go you. Go for it. I Am the Walrus by the Beatles. It was the B-side to Hello, Goodbye. Ah. Yep. And you think to yourself, well, why wasn't it a double A-side single? This one wasn't. Mm. It was uh, an A-side, B-side. Murder by Numbers by the Police. 
That was from Every Breath You Take. Uh, the Sweetest Thing by U2. Remember, that was oh yeah. uh, actually it was a re-recorded hit. Originally, it was uh, released as a B-side single to Where the Streets Have No Name. It was re-single, or re-recorded mm-hmm. and sent out as a single. So the original B-side is not the one you probably know. Okay. Uh, Green Day's Good Riddance, Time of Your Life, was oh. also a B-side to the song Brain Stew. Hmm. Yeah. We Will Rock You by Queen uh-huh. was a B-side, obviously, to We Are the Champions. Radio stations said the heck with it. They stuck them together. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. What's, what's really fun is they take We, we Will Rock You mm-hmm. and they put it before, even though it was the B-side. Huh. Doesn't that make Queen sense? Queen can do no wrong. So. I, oh, I agree. Muse, Fury, okay. which is my favorite Muse song. The B-side to their song, Sing for Absolution. Uh, let me give you two more here than the one we're going to play. Uh, Pink Cadillac is a song by Bruce Springsteen. I'm reading what I copied and pasted okay. here. Yeah, <laughs> It was the B-side to Dancing in the Dark in 1984. And then itself became... Yeah, Dancing in the Dark was a big one. Number 27. Well, Dancing in the Dark went to number one. But Pink Cadillac peaked out at number 27, and it was the B-side of the single... Let me give you one more here. Dear God by Ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Or XTC. I'm never quite sure how to do it. <laughs> I think it's XTC. Yeah. It, it originally wasn't even supposed to be on the album Skylarking. It was just originally a B-side single to Grass. Mm-hmm. But DJs across America began you know, playing the thing and, mm-hmm. and Geffen Records replaced Mermaid Smiled uh, with Dear God. And it popped onto the album because it became okay. the hit. So there you go. Now... We'll finish up with this one, and the only reason we're finishing up with it is because when I was putting it together, my wife looked at it and went, oh, play the spinners. <laughs> she loves the spinners. Originally, the B-side to How Could I Let You Get Away. Huh? I like the spinners. I've never heard of How Could I Let You Get Away, but I do know the song, I'll Be Around. So there you go. A little bit about 45s, a little bit about B-sides and such. There's many, many more. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's a, a ton uh, in the world of Motown, things like oh, that. I, I could have listed a ton of Motown stuff. When you've got Holland Dozier Holland written, I mean, everything that comes out is just about a hit. So, But there's a few to take to the bank and a few to pull out when the song plays, and you can sound super, super smart. I'm Joe Burns. You are? Monique Gregoire. That'll do it. Class is dismissed. Class is dismissed.